innovation, integrity, teamwork, commitment, compassion, and respect. These are the values of Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Here's another episode in our podcast series, Cancer Talk with Bill Klaproth. The lung cancer screening program at Roswell Park Cancer Institute is designed to detect lung cancer early when it's most curable. And here to talk with us about lung cancer screening as part of the What to Expect series is Dr. Mary Reed, Director of Cancer Screening and Survivorship at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Dr. Reed, thank you so much for your time. Can you first give us a quick overview of the lung cancer screening program at Roswell Park Cancer Institute? Well, um, the lung cancer screening uh, is uh, based on a low-dose CT, and it's a scan that takes about three minutes to complete. You lay on a on a table, and they do the CT. Um, But it's uh, really what makes our program unique is the um, the the. We also have a nurse practitioner, uh, backed up by um, physician experts uh, in a clinic. So uh, patients who are getting screening, uh, we make sure first that they're eligible for screening, uh, which means that they're between 55 and 80 years old. Uh, They've smoked um, approximately 30 years, one pack a day of cigarettes, um, and that they've smoked actively in the last 15 years. And so um, as you kind of get ready to come into Roswell, we ask um, those criteria several times to make sure that you're eligible, and, and eligibility means that insurance will cover the cost of the screening. We like to have people come in for an appointment first to talk to our uh, nurse practitioner. Um, that way the test can be explained and um, what the results will mean. Uh, the CT is then scheduled and we review the CT results um, with the person either over the phone or in person uh, just to make sure that they understand whether they found any small nodules or they want to come back, have it come back to um, work up anything that looks suspicious or that they're clear and we don't need to see them for a year. And that's essentially what happens. So that criteria you just named, basically over the years you've learned that those risk factors, those people are most at risk for developing lung cancer? Yes. So a very big study was done of 50,000 men and women. And that criteria, based on that criteria, 55 to 80, 30 years of smoking one pack a day, Um, and having smoked within the last 15 years, we found that um, having a CT reduced actual mortality from lung cancer and that the cancers that were picked up were earlier, meaning that they were more survivable. So in that study, it compared uh, CT to chest X-ray, which we've known for a long time is not a good way to screen for lung cancer. And, you know, this study, you know, proved uh, that again. But that really having a CT on an annual basis, if you meet those criteria, can actually reduce your risk of dying from lung cancer. And if you do have a lung cancer, and this is the really important thing, the lung cancer gets picked up earlier where you can have curative treatment. Um, what we've known for years is that obviously smoking is the biggest risk factor for lung cancer. How much you smoked and for how long you smoked is a risk factor. We also know other things like um, 
having obstructive lung disease is a risk factor, being exposed to asbestos, being exposed to radon, having a family history, they are also risk factors. But the cleanest way of doing this is to actually go by age because older people get more cancer, and how much people smoked, and if it was a recent smoke. Now, um, that is the criteria right now. Insurance covers it. Um, You know, all insurances really cover it. There is, you know, some variation between the co-pays, but it is covered by insurance. And I think as we go forward, we're going to be able to fine-tune, you know, other risk factors that may also um, be put into this mix. But for right now, it's really clear that if you've smoked for 30 years, you're between 55 and 80, and you've ha- if you've smoked actively within the last 15 years, even a cigarette a day, if you've smoked within the last 15 years, you're eligible for screening. And, and you know, with lung cancer, it's a deadly disease. This is the first big break that we have had um, with really changing how people can live with lung cancer. You know, we've got some better drugs. But still, we want to shift the majority of people to be diagnosed early where you can have surgery, maybe chemo and radiation, but then you you really can have many, many years of a good quality of life. So early is the key when it's most curable then. So speaking of the screening, you said it takes about three minutes. So this low-dose chest CT, this is non-invasive then, right? It's non-invasive. You don't have to drink anything beforehand. Um, and it really, the low-dose part's important because it reduces any exposure. It reduces the exposure to radiation because it's still a scan. Um, and and the, we want to, um, you know, have that exposure be the lowest because some people uh, may get, come in early and they may have 20 years of an annual CT. Um, so we really want to reduce that risk. You know, people are concerned about that, and that's one of the things that in um, research and in surveys of uh, eligible people, they have a concern about radiation exposure. But ra- that the radiation from these scans is nothing compared to the risk from having smoked. It's, mm-hmm. There's no comparison. And that's why we're really focused on people who've had a smoking history because we know they're the most likely people to develop lung cancer. Uh, and, you know, I mean, frankly, in Buffalo, um, having smoked for 30 years, one pack a day is sort of the lower end of the scale. We see a lot of people who smoke two packs a day for 30 years. And that exposure, you know, is, is much higher. Uh, and, and so there are a lot of people in our community who are actually at greater risk and really are the ones who, who absolutely need to have a CT. It's fast. You know, you put, you're on a table, you're in and out very quickly, uh, and, you know, um, uh, it's, and it's effective. Um, there are some, some issues with, you know, the results, and that's why we're really committed to making sure people understand before they have the test and afterwards so that there's no, um, that they understand what the results mean when they get it. And what happens if something is found? So the most common thing to be found is something we call a nodule, and it's a it's a small, usually round, very small, little um, you know opaqueness on the CT because the CT can pick up really small lesions. So you know the head of a you know the the end of a pen, they can pick up lesions very small, uh, which is why it's such an effective test. Um, so they're most likely to have a small nodule or a few nodules or an area where there's, there may be a cluster of nodules. 
those are the most common results. And the majority of those are so small that we really don't think that they're related to cancer. Uh, but we, we watch them over time, and that's why, you know, if you do find something like a nodule, it's important to, for your, you'll be told when you need to come back. It may be three months, it may be six months, it may be another year, and we want to make sure that that little nodule stays stable. Because if it were a cancer, it would change. It would change its shape. It might, you might grow more of them. It might get bigger. It might get more solid looking. Um, you know, the margins of it could change. And so we really um, want to watch those nodules carefully. And even then, the majority of those nodules are not cancer. And one of the things that is great about Roswell's, because we've been doing this for, you know, so long, is that, um, we feel confident about knowing when to do further testing. We like it when we can just monitor by a CT because it's easy. So this time after the screening then is known as surveillance. So when you talk about surveillance, that that's what this is because you're kind of watching it over time to see how it develops. Right. We're watching. And you know, we're watching to see because if, you know, after a couple of years, if it doesn't change, then we stop being kind of focused on that particular nodule. Um, and, you know, so it goes from being a screening CT to one where it's really follow-up, where we're really tracking something. And, again, um, you know, and this happens all the time. People say, well, I had a nodule. Well, it's not likely to be cancer, but we want to make sure that we watch it because lung cancer is, you know, it can grow fast, you know, and it, and it can, you can come back in a year and your nodule could be twice the size where you could have a cancer. And so that's why it's so important that when you get the results of the CT, the person you talk with the provider who either call you or in person to go over the results of it to tell you when you need to come back. Uh, and the best case scenario, of course, is that you come back in a year um, and have another one. And everything looks good, right. So your program diagnoses 70% of cancers at stage 0, 1, and 2 compared to current trends that detect 70% of lung cancers in advanced stages. So is this screening program, is that what sets Roswell Park Cancer Institute apart? The thing that really sets us apart is that we've been doing this for such a long time. There, there's two you know, things that you want to worry about. One is that you have somebody who is too anxious to sample a nodule and, 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 you know, we, so we want to watch, we want to be careful about how many people we do further tests, take a biopsy of, because biopsies have their own problems. Um, and we want to make sure we've observed this nodule long enough so that when we do take a biopsy, we're pretty sure that it's, it's starting to, to change possibly into a cancer. And so we've got a lot of experience. The other thing is that we have a multidisciplinary team. So we have radiologists who have been looking at nodules for 20 years. We have thoracic oncologists or surgeons here so that if it does need to be sampled, our team is very experienced with sampling a a small nodule anywhere in the lung. And if it does require surgery or it does require uh, chemo or radiation, we're all part of the same team. And so the advantage of actually monitoring a nodule and doing something about it, testing it and treating it is all done in the same place by people who you already trust because you've been coming, you know, patients have been coming here for years 
Um, and I would say people who've survived lung cancer, they also need to continue to be monitored um, so that we can catch any recurrence, you know, very early and treat it. Because the key with lung cancer is very, very consistent screening and very rapid response if it turns into a cancer. We know screening. that improves people's survival. Screening and, a, and really responding to it if it seems to transform. Screening and rapid response, absolutely. Well, Dr. Reed, thank you for your time today. For more information, you can visit roswellpark.org. That's roswellpark.org. You're listening to Cancer Talk with Roswell Park Cancer Institute. I'm Bill Klaparoth. Thanks for listening.